there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracy theories. That's not what you usually say, isn't it? No, you don't. You've added theories, and that's all right. Um, you could have also said a remote podcast about conspiracy theories. What do I normally say? Just a podcast about conspiracies. Yep. yep. But there, are, it's always about theories. We don't talk about actual conspiracies. Yeah, we do. We've been doing it wrong this whole time. I mean, we also talk about supernatural things as well, so really it's a free-for-all. All right. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about whatever. Doesn't remote, matter. Remote podcast. Yeah, we're doing this remotely. Sorry it's been a little while between uh, lunches, folks. It's, it's, here's a new take, Cam and Salty. This is a new thought of mine. Are you ready for it? Yeah. yeah. It's really hard to do conspiracy stuff when the entire world is full of conspiracies. What do you think about that new thing I've just come up with? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, except we've been saying that for like a year. Or two or three years. <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke. Oh, it's a bit. You're doing a bit. Yeah, I was doing a bit. Um, i got a Robbo. Uh, yep. So we're, uh, we're all in social isolation. Salty, you've just done something super dystopian. Yep. I do you want to in- talk about that? Uh, yeah, we can do. I went and bought a box of, I'm not going to say black market because I don't think they were stolen. So like gray market. Yeah. <laughs> some, I bought some gray market surgical masks. I don't think the black market delineates it was stolen, does it? Or does it? Yeah. Isn't, isn't the black market stuff that's like illegal? Yeah, but it's not stolen inherently. Stop yeah. Stop tarnishing the good folks in the black market <laughs> also being burglars. Yeah, did you, I mean, did you pay tax on those masks? No, nah, probably Yeah, not. I'm going to say that's black market. Right. You've bought some black market masks. Yeah. just Fr- you know, From someone in your building. From someone in my building, yeah. Yeah, and they're like super high-grade surgical masks, right? Yeah, yeah, they're the, the proper shit. It's fucking dystopian. Um I almost went down there with like a baseball bat with spikes through it, just in case. <laughs> just in case you encountered any spiky baseballs. Yeah, no, just in case anyone fucking tried to start some post-apocalyptic shit with me. Um, yeah. Are they? Have you read up about fitting them properly? That's a whole thing, right? Yeah, there's there's pretty clear instructions on the box, but also, I was reading a thing yesterday saying that people who don't need to wear masks shouldn't because. Um, you actually put yourself more at risk of infection by not putting them on and taking them off properly. Yeah, right. You're supposed to like sanitize your hands before you put them on, sanitize your hands before you take them off, and then also sanitize your hands after you've taken them off and, you know, take them off in a certain way. But, Mm. um, you know, this is a household with immunized, uh, compromised immunity, so... I figured better to have them to not have them. Yeah, I think if the opportunity arises now to buy black market surgical masks, just do it, eh? Yeah. Although, is it taking them away from, I don't know, 
whatever. Well, no, this I'm pretty sure this person legitimately bought them because they've just come back from somewhere where they got them and they had like an armful of them. So I'm assuming they went to a stockist or a wholesaler or something like that. There you go. What a world, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Salty, you're living with immunocompromised people. Robbo, you and me, we're guaranteed to die from this. That's just how it is. What? Uh, so, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a tricky one to research because, uh, Salty, you were just getting too angry. Yeah. I Like, I, I still have misgivings about doing this as a topic. I guess I... <clears throat> Sorry, think- we, haven't, we haven't actually said what the topic is. Oh, no, yeah. We're doing well, coronavirus. Obviously, obviously coronavirus. <laughs> Um, my thought was, it's such a serious thing that's going on at the moment that even though we're like a lighthearted conspiracy theory podcast who make fun of cooked dickheads and, uh, make fun of the cooked theories around stuff, I think at the moment, at the moment, there's like too much shit information out there that's potentially dangerous and potentially going to lead to people doing irresponsible things that I thought we should maybe not give oxygen to <laughs> to those theories just on the off chance that someone listens in and goes oh what it's like you know it's just a ploy by the government that i don't have anything to worry about and then they go out and infect people and you know kill my, yeah kill one of us so i mean I, I i get the rationale behind let's do it to debunk those things but um I think the the fact that there's so many people actually currently still being idiots about it and the fact that, like I said, um, the immunocompromised people of the world who have to really worry about it, like the more I read, the more I looked at the, the cooked stuff, the more I was just getting too angry to, <laughs> to keep reading about it because <laughs> I started just yelling at people that I don't know. There is an avalanche of cooked stuff about this as well, which- yeah. Makes it seem probably more stressful. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like there's just one cooked theory going around at the moment. There's like, I don't know, pick pick a theory and someone's espousing it to an audience at the moment. <laughs> Including, and I know, God damn it, we've said this so many times, but Donald Trump's fucking encouraging people to go out and buy these drugs that aren't tested. Yeah. And as a result, people are taking fish like fish cleaning products which have this ingredient or a similar ingredient in it mm. and then taking that and dying. What? Yeah. I saw a, there was an article about someone who has lupus who couldn't get their lupus drugs because, I mean, I don't know if this is a, this has been debunked or not, but it was like they went to get their lupus drugs and the chemist or whatever was like, no, we can't give it to you because we might need it if this turns out to be the one that like helps people with COVID-19. And the person's um, like, but this is my, this is what I, this is what I need because of my existing medical condition. And they were like, yeah, well, yeah, we currently can't give it to you. Yeah. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thanks. Yeah. That's what it's, yeah. That's what I said. You obviously read it. <laughs> uh, and uh, Clive Palmer is pushing that same medication in paid ads. Yeah. Online and... Um, in the newspaper. In the newspaper. What the fuck? I know newspapers are not really in a position to, position to say, don't give us money at the moment. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Well, I don't understand. And uh, none of the stories that I've read have explained or, or really asked why they're doing it, like why they're pushing this particular drug. And one of the theories is it's probably owned by a company they've all got shares in. Because mm. um, like, there's no reason for Clive Palmer to do that, right? No, not that I can think of. No. I mean, I I remember remember that old drill tweet. Everyone wants to be the guy that comes up with the post that solves racism. Everyone wants to be the guy that comes up with the newspaper ad that solves Corona. Mm. Yeah, it just and seems also, like such a weird thing. Yeah, he's a messy bitch who loves drama as well. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I reckon it's a pump and dump. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Just for fuck's sake. Um, all the all the billionaires are allegedly going to New Zealand uh, to hide in their bunkers at the moment. Right. Um, I haven't I haven't seen any evidence of billionaires hiding in bunkers, but there, no, that was the thing a few years ago that uh, billionaires like Peter Thiel and people were like 
apparently actually building bunkers in New Zealand. Yeah. I th- for like a g- general future calamity. I guess if you're a billionaire, it makes sense. But, I mean, at this point, you can just... I wonder how private jets are going. Could they be flying their private jets to like an island and just chilling out for a bit? Yeah, I would do that. An so island is sorry, an island that's more tropical than, than <clears throat> New Zealand at the moment. Yeah. Could it be a bit annoying to build a secret bunker in New Zealand and then you've got to like report to the police? You know, here's where my secret bunker is, then it's not really a secret anymore. <laughs> Um, the other, th- the other thing story that I was interested in, and it seems like so long ago now that that was a story, but the busloads of Melbourne people allegedly going from town to town and buying up, uh, buying up supermarket stuff. Yeah. Did that ever get verified at all? No. So, and it wasn't just Melbourne. It was like all over the country and there was, so, there were a bunch of, like, articles that, like, looked into it because people started to notice, you know, there are no photos of this. And eventually, someone, like, came up with a photo of a bus near a supermarket. <laughs> but that was it. But, like, I, there were a bunch of articles where journalists would hear about a supermarket getting hit by a bus. They'd call the supermarket and they'd say, uh, you know, did this happen? And the manager would be like, nope, didn't happen. But I heard it happened at, you know, the next town over. Yeah. And so they'd call the next town over. They're like, nah, it didn't happen here, but it happened, you know, next town over. The first story in the age that I saw, and I, I think was the first report of it, was reporting it as if it was 100% fact, um, which was, you know, there was no, there was no mention that nothing had been verified. Um, and it, that, I thought that was really bizarre from the age. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the weird thing was it was like reporting it like it was fact, but all of the quotes and things were just people saying, I heard about this. Yeah. But like they're still reporting it as if it actually happened. The, and the, um, the other weird thing about that, though, was like eventually racists started posting it. Yeah, that was the next comment. And it was like it was Asians doing this. Yeah. And then there were like videos of uh, like Asians going into supermarkets and, you know, because there are obviously limits on how many items you can buy now. Mm. And so there was this video that was going around of like this Asian family that would go into the supermarket, buy two things, walk out, put it in their big pile, and there was like five of them doing this. And no one's noticing, hey, is that tinsel on all the supermarket (laughs) registers? (laughs) (laughs) And apparently it wasn't even like a – so people were like, oh, no, actually that's a – you know, they're buying baby formula or whatever to ship off to China. But then it turns out apparently there was just actually just a sale on and they had a small shop and they were, you know, buying stuff while it was discounted and then they were going to sell it at a normal price, which is, you know, whatever. If you don't like capitalism, why don't you ship off to Cuba and enjoy their first-class healthcare? (laughs) Um, Yeah. The other other rumour about um, Asian... Uh, Chinese specifically um, were they were hoarding or had warehouses full of stock that they were shipping. Oh, that was the apparently in Footscray, right? Yeah, yeah, and like then police were like, no, we checked it out, and you know they said they weren't doing it, mm. um, which is a weird like from the police, like that's not going to calm anyone down. Yeah, no, all, you need all to the be comments, a little more assertive. Yeah, because all but- the comments were like, oh, they would say that, wouldn't they? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they would if they were. That's fair enough. Like, if I believed they were doing it, then I wouldn't believe that that cop's explanation. Then I saw an article, I think, this morning that was like, oh, some Chinese-based real estate mob um, had sent all of their staff out to buy a bunch of shit when it first started off in January or something. Um, they, like, they diverted staff from their normal jobs to go and buy hand sanitizers and all that kind of stuff a few months ago to ship off to China. So I was like, well, this is apparently something that did happen. Plus there was all the like dickheads posting about the stuff that didn't happen. Like Mm. what are you supposed to believe? Yeah. The lamestream media. Wait, did you just change the word main with lame? Yeah, I did. It's something I just come up with. Oh, the weird thing about the, the, the buses 
was that, you know, they eventually made it into a Chinese thing. And at least you could understand, like, racists lying about stuff because racists lie about stuff all the time. But before that, it was just a a thing. It was just like busloads of Australian white people are showing up and doing this. And it wasn't clear, like, what was being gained by doing it. I saw, like, one where it was, like, they were... It was like one area in New South Wales and they hate in that area apparently they hate people from the coast and they're like, Oh, it's these fucking coasties coming here. <laughs> and you're like, All right, at least you can understand that, you know, deep ancestral hatred. But um it was weird when it's like people from I guess when it was people from Bendigo complaining about people from Melbourne, it's like a city country thing. But it sort of seemed like it was just people clout posting, you know? Posting mm. to get fake internet points. Which just seems sort of incongruous when there's a global pandemic going on. But I guess it goes back to the point Salty was making that not everyone is taking it as seriously as they should. Yeah. So, anyway, my point about it, whether we should do this or not, is I feel like our listeners, the hypothepod core, the hypothepodians, are like smart cookies. But I am worried that there's like some rando uh, jumping on Spotify and typing in coronavirus conspiracy and coming out with this. So I'd prefer that they listen to this than like some actual cook thing. But if you are, if you did do that, smarten up. Yeah, that's what I'd say. If you're some rando that just come across this because you're looking for conspiracy theories to hitch your wagon to, like full on, just know that you're cooked. Don't do it. I don't know if this is the best way to bring people around, but telling them they're cooked. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a bit of you know tough medicine. Yeah. Open your eyes a bit, you know. So no, don't do that. That's what the other. That's what the cool people say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just close your eyes and listen to our dulcet tones debunk everything. So there's I, been sorry, go, on. go. No, no, you go. Oh, so there's been a bunch of conspiracy theories about uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, one of the first big ones was that it was a bioweapon. Right. It was developed in Wuhan and that it, it escaped the lab. It's the Lyme disease theory, similar to the Lyme disease theory, right? Yeah, similar, although the Lyme disease theory actually sort of holds up. Mm. That, you know, they had a, there was a bioweapon or, you know, bio-testing facility right near that island. Mm. And then that's where the clusters first happened. That sort of makes sense. And I guess Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They had fucking Nazi scientists working there. You know, there it was the right. Nazi scientist that was the Nazi bioweapon scientist working there. <laughs> all right. If you're one of those people that stumbled on to this podcast, uh, maybe just stop listening, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no good could come of that. So, apparently, there, there is some sort of, uh, you know, there's, you know, biology. There's scientists in Wuhan. That's a, that's allowed. Hmm. Uh, but one of the one of the this is the stupid thing about this the where this theory sort of started was like this uh, account from a Chinese scientist saying you know we were uh, developing this bioweapon to uh, use on the Hong Kong protesters and, and the Uyghurs like, I thought was mentioned yeah all of these people hmm. uh, which they the Chinese government does do horrible shit to those people. Yes. But the idea was that this was like some sort of a virus that people would catch and uh, it would make them uh, docile and, you know, realise, oh, actually, I, you know, don't need to want to not be put in concentration camps or I don't need to, you know, go out on the streets of Hong Kong, whatever. Anyway, they developed this drug and then apparently the story is that uh, they realised, oh, no, actually, this is, you know, this isn't cool. Uh, But then the Americans were like, we want that, though, for our people. Can we buy it off you? And so there's this deal that's supposed to be going down for the you know, the CIA or whoever to buy this virus, and everything goes wrong, you know, as deals of a black market nature, Salty, I want to do. So just be careful. No, mine went fine. So it all goes wrong. There's a shootout, and in, you know, all of the chaos, the virus gets out. And that's how we've ended up where we are. I guess two things. One, no one's catching it and it's becoming docile or whatever, so it didn't work very well. And two, the whole thing is from one of these fucking Reddit 
things where that people make up stories. It's from No Sleep. It's like a subreddit for spooky stories where like the conceit of the subreddit is that everyone in the comments has to be like, yep, excellent, true thing you just told us. <laughs> it's like no one's allowed to mention that it's all made up. But someone's taken it from there and put it in an email and then suddenly that makes it more believable, even though it's completely unbelievable from the get-go. But, I mean, just the idea that it's a bioweapon is completely illogical because I don't know if you would develop a... Is it... No one's out there developing bioweapons that are viruses. Yeah, it seems uh, by nature hard to control. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that might be why there are no others. Yeah. All right. Um, that theory. What's the, what are the other theories? Uh, so... There is a theory. Oh, oh firstly, can I, we do have this from a listener mm. uh, who didn't send this in saying this was true. This uh, this was from, from Pete. Uh, they found a post uh, that someone had put up about the numerology of COVID nineteen. Yep, good. This so is very much our turf. If you look at the Roman numerals, uh, C in Roman numerals one hundred. Uh, o question mark. We'll come back to O, because obviously that's not a Roman numeral. <laughs> they stumbled not quite at the first hurdle, but definitely at the second hurdle. Oh, don't worry. We'll come back to O. Okay. Uh, v is five. I is one, obviously. Uh, and D is 500. So you have got uh, 100 plus five plus one plus 500. So what's that? 606? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, on the keyboard, if you're, you know how you can like do all of the alternative characters? Yeah. By like holding down alt and like hitting some numbers or whatever? Yeah. So alt plus 79 is the keyboard code for O. Now, why do we need an alternative keyboard code for O, which is just on the keyboard? But whatever. <laughs> So, if you, add, if you add 100 plus 79 plus 5 plus 1 plus 500, you get some number that's actually a little bit higher. But then if you minus 19, which is what it says to do, COVID minus 19. <laughs> I you end up, where that come from. <laughs> you end up with the number 666. <laughs> it's right in your face. So, by doing an incredible amount of work. Yeah. Uh, stretching the, the bounds of logic and reason, you get 666. Yeah. I saw a similar thing that was for Corona, where it's like, it's six letters. And then if you add up the number of the alphabet, that all the rest of the, all the letters in Corona are plus six is like 666. There you go. Uh, the best thing about this thing that Pete sent through is the context it was in was like someone posting uh, like their family group chat and like the first text is their dad saying, hey, uh, are you guys all uh, going okay? And then the mum's like, yeah, we're good. Thanks, dad. And then she posts that. And then the kid is like, mum, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought um, we could talk a little, little bit about what is really setting off the QAnon types. Mm-hmm. Which is they've really seemed to have uh, globbed onto this theory about a guy called David E. Goldberg and something called Project Zephyr and something called Project Pogo, uh, which is a little bit tricky. It's sort of like a QAnon adjacent thing, maybe. I don't know if all of the QAnon people are 100% on it because some of the people that are into this uh, think that Trump is behind it. But then I think some people think that, like, the deep state or the Democrats are behind it to hurt Trump. So, it sort of it fits in there. But there's there was this guy called David E. Goldberg, apparently, who was a Jewish whistleblower. And by Jewish whistleblower, I mean he was a Jewish guy, but he was whistleblowing on the Jews. Mm. Uh, so, all of these anti-Semites love him. Uh, it's entirely possible that he never existed. Uh, there's a bunch of, like... So, he apparently died in the middle of last year. But before he died, he released all of these documents. And actually, I watched a video on a super anti-Semitic uh, website. Uh, well, super anti-Semitic video on the super anti-Semitic website, BitChute, 
uh, which described why he had to be murdered, which was because the government was doing something called white balance, which is when they release info before they do a thing. Uh, he doesn't make clear how that benefits anyone. I think it sort of falls into the same category as predictive programming, maybe. Mm. If, if like, you're already sort of aware of the concept, like, you're more accepting of it when it happens. Uh, I guess, so I guess, like, white balance is when you're filming and you, um, like, you put up something white in front of the camera so you can get a, you know, the right yeah. color balance. Uh, I think they've just tried to make predictive programming sound a little more scientific, maybe. Mm. So, this guy- While also making it sound super racist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So they um this is what he said. He said they gave David the documents because they knew he had a YouTube channel, but then they had to kill him because he released them. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So this was like already wrapped into a conspiracy theory last year because there was stuff about like Iran in these supposed documents. And that there was going to be a war in Iran, and then like things sort of heated up a little bit with Iran. There were a lot. I guess it, you don't have to be like super psychic to predict that uh, there are going to be like war hawks talking about we need to go to war with Iran. So mm-hmm. if you come up with a conspiracy theory around oh they're going to go to war with Iran, it doesn't. It, eventually, uh, people in high places are going to start saying things that gel with what you've put out. But they also mentioned there was like a just a very small bit in there dropped in about a, a flu that was going to happen at some point, which also isn't a you know a hugely impressive prediction because <laughs> <laughs> it's something that that happens pretty much seasonally. Yeah. So there are two parts to what, uh, but the thing is that like. Some people have looked into this David E. Goldberg guy and they're like, there's no trace of him besides this stuff. And the people that defend it say, well, that's because the government took it all down. And they're like, this photo doesn't exist anywhere on the internet except for this thing. It's like, well, that's weird because they, they must have got the photo from somewhere, but whatever. Um, the, the other weird thing is that there was another David Goldberg who died a couple of years ago who was like the husband of the uh, that Cheryl... Uh, no, the the woman from Facebook, Cheryl Sandberg, I think, or something like that. You know, the chief technology officer at Facebook. Her husband was called David Goldberg. He died, not in mysterious circumstances, in like an exercise equipment mishap. I think he um, fell over on a treadmill. And that there are also heaps of conspiracy theories about his death. So, when you look up like David Goldberg conspiracy, there's all of this stuff, people saying... I don't think someone could fall off a treadmill and hit their head and die. That seems very unlikely. And that he would do it in, it was in like a gym at a hotel and like, what a strange place for there to be a treadmill. (laughs) So anyway, back to David E. Goldberg. So there are two parts to this, Project Pogo and Project Zephyr. Uh, Project Pogo seems like the dumbest fucking project I've ever heard of. The idea is is that that they- the project to give us all monkey butlers. <laughs> yes. Or to have us all, ju- you know, jump around a little bit higher. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's dumber than both of those things. The project Pogo is to compromise all YouTube channels and to track anyone who watches all of the, like, the Patriot channels. And then that leads into Project Zephyr, which is a wide-ranging program involving 5G surveillance, vaccines, and the systematic elimination of American patriots, which they do via TTID, tag, track, and ID, which they get from people that watched the YouTube videos. And so there are going to be underground bases, uh, which are going to be used to remove 15 million American patriots. They're not going to kill them. They're going to put you in these underground bases. And this guy said, if you don't believe there are underground bases in America, I can't help you. You're too far gone. You're so uninformed. (laughs) Now, these underground bases, we're not talking about apartments or prison cells. We're talking about cages. And then he said, they're going to remove your limbs one by one to acquire the adrenochrome. Whoa. And they have the technology to keep your body alive for 500 years, up to 1,000 years. (laughs) 
So this is the weird thing, right? He's he gave the criteria for who's going to be put in these cages and have their limbs removed and be kept alive for a thousand years while they take your adrenochrome and harvest your organs. If you know who did 9-11, they'll put you underground. And he's like, I'm not going to say who, but you know who. It's like a little tin pot country in the Middle East. So he's talking about Israel, but like he won't say it at this point of the video. But throughout the video, he's, like, talked about Zionists and how Zionists are behind everything. And he's also, like, his entire channel is devoted to anti-Semitism. But, like, when he gets to this bit about 9-11, he's, like, super coy, which was Mm. a little bit weird. And also, you might think, oh, well, people will notice if I get put in a cage and my limbs are removed. There is an AI program that is part of Project Zephyr that calls up your family and pretends to be you. And it's like, hey, I'm fine. I've just gone on a trip. (laughs) <laughs> so they've got it all worked out. Um, but apparently, po- tr- sorry, go on. I saw you posted a video about Donald Trump talking about this. Is that true? Well, I think Donald Trump maybe at some point mentions like a timeline because obviously all of this stuff is happening on timelines in terms of the projects, but also the actual reality operates on timelines. You know, things, was ha- ta- things was happen talking- one after another. So he talked about um, they wanted to open America by Easter and he called it a beautiful timeline. Yeah. And so they're like, a timeline? So he's got a timeline, just like Project Zephyr. I I mean, A, he should absolutely have multiple timelines for multiple things. <laughs> and B, I don't actually think he does. No. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so his... He was asked about why he chose Easter and he called it a beautiful, beautiful timeline. Yeah. Which is a weird way to talk about things, but that's him. Because he wanted to, I want to see the churches full of people. <laughs> is that a Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> voice? A it was like he was on the call. I was like, what? <laughs> Donald Trump? I think that would be beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cam, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I, d- I don't. I don't really. I don't know if people, if the QAnon types, are turning on Trump because they. It is sort of is increasingly becoming a little bit anti-Trump with some of this stuff. But I think the core QAnon people still believe in the plan. I guess as you know, Trump's public pronouncements are becoming increasingly divergent from reality. It's sort of it's hard to believe in the plan. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't looked at too much QAnon stuff, but I did find um, uh, the guy that designed, I'm pretty sure he designed the QAnon chart. You know, there's this crazy QAnon chart showing how everything's connected. Yeah. And it's just, it's nuts to look at. Um, he sent out a, some health advice about uh, coronavirus. And it's quite funny. I think he just tacked on coronavirus to existing things. He's got like his chart that he's made. has just got stuff crossed out. And, and coronavirus written over the top of it. Uh, almost. <laughs> um, but he says the cause is uh, transmission. Yep. Good so far. Flu shot. Mm. Chemtrails. Toxin overload. 5G sickness and biowarfare. Um, he's got some holistic options in there. Uh, I'm not going to read them all out. Um, but they include <laughs> sa- sound healing. Um lymphomatic stimulation, olive leaf, not smoking, stress reduction, uh, steam. Did I say steam? Um, and then in the uh, remedies he's got a, in the body of the email, uh, he suggests that you have no added sugars or white carbs and no fancy cakes. Oh, right. So, is, a mer- is a meringue okay? Uh, That's pretty fancy. Yeah, I, I guess, are you going to decorate or put fruit or raspberries with your meringue? I might put some raspberries and cream. I mean, he did say no added sugar, and you need a lot of sugar to make a meringue. Oh, yeah. It's like all sugar, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of an entirely sugar-based thing. Um, so, yeah. I was gonna. I was thinking about getting some sort of cake from Bad Love Club delivered to me, but I don't know about it now. What if I used, like, chickpea juice? To make my meringue. Aquafaba? Yeah. 
Which, that sounds really fancy, eh? Oh, yeah, that is getting into a fancy cake territory. Yeah, yeah, if you're making vegan, you have to use eggs that you've got yourself from your chickens. Um, your panic-bought chickens. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that, that's, that was that guy. Um, Just speaking of steam for a second, hmm. did you guys read that fucking cooked idiot Richard Wilkins thing about him being sick? He apparently was like, I heard that uh, heat helps stop the virus, so I blasted my hairdryer down my throat. Yeah, this, that's a thing that's going around. What a fucking idiot. Is it, was he serious, though? Or Probably. was he doing a bit? Look at his hair. You know he's he got like at least 10 hair dryers. <laughs> there was, I think, um, one of those big Trump guys, I think Bill Mitchell was saying, yeah, you just need to like uh, blast your hair dryer up your nose for a bit <laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> there's, and there's one going around uh, Facebook where it's if you boil oranges and cayenne pepper and breathe it all in, breathe in all the fumes, it'll kill it all off. Right. Um, people are saying... If you keep sipping water, keeping your your insides moist, um, which is, I believe, what water does to your insides. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you've got to moisten your insides. Uh, or hot lemon tea, hot lemon drinks, which... Delicious. Yeah, they're, they're great if you're feeling poorly, if you've got a chest issue, which comes with this. They're going to make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. I'm not saying don't have a hot lemony drink. Weeks, yeah, that's pro- that's probably good for your immune system in general. Yeah. yeah, and just your overall feelings of wellness, I think, is a big part. Don't well, having a having a warm drink is good for your chi. Mm. Mm. I um, I had a cold before all this kicked off. Yeah, me too. This is why this is why we had a bit of a delay because we yeah. were both sick, and then by the time we were better, uh, we were self isolated. Yeah, and I still have like an annoying little cough from when I had that. Same. And are you getting cough racism? The, well, the worst sort of racism because it affects us? Um, yeah, I'm kind of... <laughs> I, I'm kind of... Yeah. And, and like, I'll be sitting at night and I'll... Like, I still get the thing where at night I feel a bit shitter because that's just what happens when you get a cold or when I get a cold. And I'll be sitting at night and go, <clears throat> Oh, man. <clears throat> my throat feels real dry. Oh, my God. <clears throat> It's the bloody Rona's got me. <laughs> and then, like, I just go, oh, yeah, I haven't drank any water for, like, three hours. Your insides are drying so out. So, I have a drink and I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will admit to probably diagnosing myself three or four times a day. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that's what everyone's doing right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel a bit sweaty. Do I have a fever? And I take my temperature and it's, like, super low. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh. what's 35 <laughs> degrees? What? <laughs> oh, uh, sitting in front of the computer all day, getting a headache. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this a fever? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hang on. I just haven't moved or left the house for fucking 12 hours. Yeah. It's easy to do. Um, hey, you want to hear about everyone's favorite scammer, Jacob Wall? Yes. Um, so people that don't remember him, um, he said he kind of shot to attention with the Robert Mueller fake sex scandal, which blew up in his face where he did a whole press conference about he had like someone that was going to me too, Robert Mueller. Um, and then just a string of very public failings like that to the point where it's just like, I'm not, uh, it could be a Sasha Baron Cohen esque character. Right. Uh, but I think he's, I think he's real. I think he's a real person. Um, Anyway, he sent out a document saying that um, Joe Biden was diagnosed with COVID, uh, which went round pretty quickly, went round all the all the 4chan and everything. And uh, that document, um, if you look up the like the sample documents of that template online, it's got the exact same barcode as the one he sent round. Mm. Uh, so yeah, he's he tried to fake something else. Immediately, was found out publicly. Uh, which happens every time he does something. Yeah. Um, Joe and- Biden's been an interesting one throughout this whole this whole thing. Um, it, I don't know if you guys saw the the video from his living room mm. where he's done a couple of videos from his living room which seemed normal, 
And then he did a video from his living room where his living room, 99% sure, looked was a green screen. <laughs> what made you think it was a green screen? Because I watched it and I didn't really get it, but then I, I hadn't watched the other videos, so I didn't have anything. So the, the other videos all look like, oh, yeah, he's lit up the same as the rest of his surroundings. Oh, right. That video, oh, they, they said, um, you know, the reason he's been, he hasn't been doing public um, appearances or streams is because we've been setting up a studio in the basement. Yeah, we're and like then, working out the logistics of that. Yeah. Which is like I, stupid. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, and I mean, Jacob Walls made this up, but if Joe Biden doesn't already have it, he's going to get it soon. Yeah. Um, but they, so after they said, yeah, we finally got it going in the basement, the next video is a weirdly lit one where the lighting on him is completely different to the background, which is his living room. So people are like, why did you set something up in the basement and then shoot it in the living room? Why do the lights look different? Wait a minute, did you green screen your living, living room? room. <laughs> um, I don't know if you did or not. I don't, you know, you, as we all know, light can make look make you look weird if you've got a, a busy background. Um, but Joe Biden did spend a lot of time hiding out and he's clearly, and, and I know people, uh, this is being speculated everywhere, but he's clearly slowing down at least with his mental facilities. Mm. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to diagnose him with anything from a distance because that's not a good thing to do. But if you watch some videos of him, he is uh, not doing so good. Mm. Well, he's have definitely, you, sorry, go on, Salty. I was just going to say, have you noticed how all the people that are being interviewed on TV over Skype, a lot of them have the blur, the background feature turned on? And it just, yeah, right. it just adds like this really rough looking dodgy blurred out background <laughs> to, <laughs> to their video. It's like, just don't, just leave it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I've been in some work conferences this week where they could have used that feature. Right. What have you, what have you seen? Give us, give us some degoffs. I've just seen it's like weird. People have got some weird rooms. Yeah. Like they're in this, for whatever reason, they're like in their spare room where they've just been collecting like all of their random bits and pieces have collected over the years. Mm. Right. And it's like, you know, weird statues and paintings and things. It's like just sitting seen in your any, living room. Seen any big, big dildos? No, not yet. There was a bloke on the BBC. Um, I'll see if I can bring it up. I didn't save it. Um, but in the background, he had two paintings and someone's like, what the hell is that cooked painting behind it? <laughs> and it looked like a... Um, I don't know if it was like a sex thing, but it was kind of, it didn't really make like it looked, someone's speculation was a Kama Sutra thing. And then people in the comments were like, um, what about that other painting? It looks like a mutilated, mutilated lady and someone standing over her with a red bloody hand. <laughs> uh, and like the it's low quality, like you can't quite see it properly, but yeah, people are like, it does look really cooked. Lots of Patrick Bateman types being exposed this week. Mm. Um, with Biden, like, didn't he also film stuff that was like in front of a green screen? So it had like a white background, but he was wearing the exact same clothes as he was wearing in those other videos. Yeah, something like that. Mm. And also, Biden got me too this week. Yes, he did. Uh, well, he didn't get me too because the person went to Times Up, which is like the Me Too organization, and they said, uh, "I have these," which to me, read like fairly credible claims against Joe Biden. And they said, oh, well, we can't really do anything about that because, you know, he's running for president. And they didn't mention in that uh, rejection that uh, like the head of Time's Up is like on Joe Biden's campaign. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty awful. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, yeah. Bernie Sanders uh, was just, you know, getting things done on the Senate for the workers, so... Yeah, but it's, it seems like a Joe Biden, besides slowing down mentally, also like now that they've they reckon they've beat Bernie, that he doesn't really need to do anything. The idea was never that he was going to have to beat Trump. Yeah. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I've just put a link to that photo of the guy in front of the two paintings uh, into the Slack chat. All right. Oh, yeah. um, Let's get our hot take. <laughs> So the one on the right, um, we'll, we'll share this on, on our social media or something for you guys. Um, 
Is yeah, that, is that some sort of weird Pilates move? Well, I don't know. The dude is naked, mm. and she is uh, she's not wearing bottoms at least. Um, but then if you scroll to the one above his other shoulder, which has got a red background, <clears throat> and zoom in on that baby, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's fetishy at least. And I don't want to kink shame anyone. But. I th- oh, hang on. It's uh, someone under the collar. And is that a big spanker? Are they holding a big spanker or have they got a bloody hand? It looks like the whole half of their body's soaked in blood. Hmm. That's weird. And what's this weird room? This is what I'm talking about. Get out of your weird rooms. Like. <laughs> Is this his actual living room with this window situation? That must be, yeah, must be yeah, an must ups- be. upstairs room, I think. Yeah. A little skylight. I could imagine roof. looking out that onto the, some good countryside. Mm. And while I would, I want my fetish paintings b- beside me. Oh, it's frustrating because you can see there's another, like there's a third painting on the right that's just out of frame. I want to know mm. what's on that one. This- yeah, we did, a, we did a full bloody view of this guy's paintings. Yeah. Um, speaking of famous people getting COVID, uh, Boris Johnson now has COVID. Yep. Uh, last night when the news was announced, um, Emma wasn't in the room and I um, so I had the news on the background. So I turned it off and showed Emma the video of uh, Boris Johnson saying how he's shaking everyone's hands with COVID virus or like all the doctor's hands and stuff. Did you guys seen that video? No. He's like, oh, I was at the hospital and I nothing to be worried about. And I, there's patients there and I shaking all of their hands. You know, I did. I did read a quote of him saying, "Yeah, I sh- I'm not going to stop shaking hands. I'll shake everyone's hand." Yeah. So I showed him that, uh, and she's like, "Okay, cool. Like, you know, he's cooked, whatever." And then I turned on the news, and like the headlines, <laughs> like, I'm like, "Now look at this." <laughs> <laughs> um, so good gag. If you know anyone that hasn't heard it yet, I can recommend doing that. Yeah. Uh, no, no conspiracy there. Just bloody bojo. Yeah, there's a, some of the, these guys don't really seem to be handling it well. <coughs> like your Bojos and your Moddies and your Bolsonaros and your Detertes. Yeah, so what, what's uh, Bolsonaro up to? So I recommend uh, checking out the latest uh, episode of Yena Passaran at 3cr.org.au slash Yena Passaran. Hey, Cam. Mm-hmm. I asked you that question, not really thinking too much about it. And it turns out I was teeing you up for a bloody swing at a promo. Yeah, you were. But uh, we just, me and Andy just interviewed someone in Brazil, uh, Dr. Stephanie Rice, about what Bolsonaro was up to. But, could not have asked a better question. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> so so uh, Bolsonaro was in the States with Trump and uh, like with a whole bunch of his guys. And they've all flown back and 22 people or something that were on that plane have all been tested positive. Now, Bolsonaro's been tested and it's come back negative. Uh, and nobody in Brazil believes it. Like, everyone is like, Bolsonaro has COVID, definitely. And I think they're probably right. But uh, Bolsonaro is like, oh, you know, it's just like a little flu. Uh, it's fine. He's in a bit of a tough spot because uh, it's all rich people coming back to Brazil that are bringing it back, mm. uh, which is not a great look, especially because they're going to give it. The first person who died from it was like the housekeeper for like a rich woman who came back to Brazil from America or wherever. Didn't say anything about it or, you know, explain or, you know, about washing your hands or whatever. Has given it to her. She's got diabetes, so she's got, you know. She's at high risk and she's died from it. So, it's there's a whole class thing where Bolsonaro is an elite. And so, it's not a great look that the elites are, like, bringing this virus to the country. And once it hits the favelas, it's, you know, it's fucking all over because mm. there's no social distancing in the favelas. It's just packed. It's packed full of people. And it's not very sanitary. No. So, it's going to be bad news. But, uh, yeah, he... Almost definitely has it, and he's like still holding rallies and shaking thousands of hands. So he's like that one woman in Korea, yeah, who like kept on going to church. He's that for Brazil, and he's the fucking president. Um, I did see that the gangs and the favelas are enforcing lockdowns. Yeah, 
you guys seen that? I and that might be one of those things that's fake, but um, I think I saw some photos of it. I, I didn't have time to look at it properly, but I hope that's happening. So yeah, th- there are lockdowns in like Rio and Sao Paulo, which have been brought about by like the governors of those areas. But he's like, it's sort of the same with Trump. He's like, no, we need to, you know, we can't shut down the economy. We need to get mm. things going again. Uh, it's just a little flu. And, yeah, that's what Trump's doing. Uh, all of these guys are, like, are really struggling with the idea that the economy has to take, like, a massive hit and that maybe at the end of it they won't get re-elected or whatever. I don't know. I feel like the economy is going to take a massive hit from millions of people dying. So, <laughs> Yeah, what happens is if people die, they can't spend money. Yeah, it's sort of six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, and and the other means a lot of people die. Yeah. And for these guys, like, the idea, like, even though they've doubled the dole or whatever, starting from, like, late April, I think. Yeah, they announced more stimulus stuff, which is starting late. They're, they're, our government is really dragging its heels and it's not good. Well, it's so against, like, their whole ethos to help people. <laughs> <laughs> Do anything that is useful. Yeah. Um, and, well, the entire social security system here has had to, like, pivot from being a wholly punitive system to oh wait people that vote for us have been thrown into the system yeah <laughs> um the other thing of note that i wanted to mention was uh, here in melbourne they've there's a, a map of all the suburbs that um where cases have been not i guess where they've been contracted but where people lit cases uh people that live in those suburbs that have got um coronavirus and the wealthier suburbs are far worse hit um, the east, all of the inner eastern suburbs, your, your two racks, etc., um, have a lot of cases. Whereas your places like Footscray represent, yeah, uh, are doing uh, had uh, only a small amount of cases. Yeah, I saw the Maribyrnong area because we're in the Maribyrnong council area, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like well, the map I saw it was like five, and I was like sick. Um, it's interesting because like. You know, Footscray in particular is often criticised as a dirty suburb by by people not from Footscray. Um, so, turns out Footscray's doing okay. Yeah, sucked in. Sucked in indeed. Well, there are probably a million more conspiracies. Uh, Dr. Fauci is like the, I guess, the medic- chief medical officer equivalent in the States. Who have you seen this guy at these press conferences with Trump? I've seen footage of him doing a weird little laugh that people are like, oh, he's like, you know, but he just looks creepy. He did a, <laughs> he, he did a face palm once when Trump started on some weird bit. Yeah, uh, which all of the like, I guess the whatever the equivalent of water dropped Twitter is in America, all of the you know Russiagate types. Yeah, uh, which. Okay, whatever. But uh, they were like, yeah, you know, welcome to the resistance, Dr. Fauci. But all of the QAnon types are like, this guy is this Jew who is, like, undermining Trump. We've got to get rid of him. I'm not sure that Fauci is even a Jewish name. (laughs) (laughs) But they just sort of go there immediately. Um, Another thing I I just quickly want to mention, um, the... Photos of um, Venice, all the water clearing up and, like, dolphins returning and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, all not fake. true. Yeah. yeah, all very fake. Um, I think that they're actually of a place that exists. It's just not Venice. Yeah. Um, and I, I have to admit, I, I was sucking in when the first time I saw them because I was like, oh, wow, you know, that that is maybe feasible. And then I thought about it for two seconds and went, hang on. That water in Venice is gross. It's going to take more than a couple of weeks. Yeah. The, the dolphins were just waiting for the boats to stop going for a day. Um, yeah, all um, that stuff about, you know, with uh, everyone staying in, you know, the earth is healing, humanity is the virus. That is all just eco-fascist propaganda, basically. Oh, I just wanted to mention just on that, um, if people cast their mind back to one of our, I think it was one of our first episodes, um, we talk about the WWF. Mm. The and uh, the prince, what's his name? Prince uh, Philip. Yeah, Prince Philip. Who has um, it? Does he? Does he? No, Charles. Prince Charles has it. Prince Charles, Charles has got it. 
Philip would not last a day. No, Philip, Philip's not going to handle it. Um, but he was quoted in a book, um, and we discussed this at the time about you know if he was to come back, he was come back as a virus and, and kill half the population, <laughs> um, and then went on to form WWF with with eugenicists. Um, so that's that's doing the rounds again. So there's also there's been a bunch of like fake extinction rebellion posters going up. So originally they were a bit less subtle. So there was a bunch going up that were like, uh, you know, save the, you know, save the planet, stop immigration or whatever. I guess they've stopped doing that because all immigration has stopped. <laughs> so they got their wish. <laughs> uh, but now there have been some going around that, that are like on this humanity is the virus thing. And there was one Twitter account that was like XR East. There was like it's they run it like it's a real extinction rebellion thing, and this is not to say that there are not a bunch of dead shits uh, that are involved in extinction rebellion. There are a lot of good people as well, but the it's a battle within the the, uh, the brand. Uh, but there is this Twitter account that is pretending to be a real extinction rebellion group, and it's not, and it's sort of subtle. Uh, the Twitter bio is saving the world one tweet at a time, which is one of those things that you could go either way on. But I'm 99% sure that they're um, fake and just trying to stir up shit for no reason (laughs) or to push an agenda. So there is a reason. Did I tell you guys about when I was in London at the Natural History Museum and Extinction Rebellion did a big protest in there? No. And at the time, I didn't know who Extinction Rebellion were. Like, I think it was still in the... They were still quite new to things. Like, or I just hadn't seen the news because I was on holiday or whatever. But um, walking through the Natural History Museum and you know how they had all the chicks in red, wearing all red, like, standing around places? Sure. Mm. No, you don't? No. Yeah. Maybe it was just a thing they did in England. I don't know. But um, they had, like, these just, like, rows of of people. I, I assume they were all chicks dressed all in red with, like, their faces all hooded and stuff. It was quite creepy. Um, <clears throat> they would just stand places and be creepy. Mm. Um, so they had those in there, and, and all these people came into the main area of the Natural History Museum and just sat down on the ground. And at the time, I didn't really <clears throat> realize what it was. And so I just got really annoyed that I couldn't go th- through to get to the other side of the museum. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this. This is bullshit. All I want to do is go through that door into that bit. I had to walk all the way around through all the wings and fucking took ages. And then later I found out what it was and I was like, ah, oh, good on it. Good on you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I had known at the time I wouldn't have been such a like angry grumpy dickhead and probably would have just sat down on the floor as well. <laughs> and, and and also like you don't know that you're seeing something kind of cool. Yeah. Like you, you you're missing out by like being annoyed by it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah, well, yeah, good on you. You're standing around dressed in red. Great great statement. <laughs> but you're blocking my way." And then yeah, later on I was like, "Oh, it was actually like a massive thing on the news that they had shut down the Natural History Museum and I was like, "Ah, oh, hey, Okay, cool. I wish I, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had known better. I wish I wasn't in such a rush to to get through to look at a stuffed badger. Yeah, with what I'm assuming is at the Natural History Museum. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, anything else? I've got one more thing. I want to hear about it. Which is just, it's. I think it goes to the core of how dumb some of the shit is. There was like one video from a press conference with Trump. And uh, as they, like, file off after having told a bunch of lies about how they've got it all under control, uh, one guy, like, walking off, grabs the mic, and he he sort of says to them loudly, don't eat blood, don't eat blood. And all of these QAnon types, so I saw this in, like, a QAnon Facebook group, they're like, why is he telling us not to eat blood? Like, what's going on? (laughs) What's wrong with the blood? And it's like, hang on a second, nobody eats blood. What, what do you think? What do you think he's saying? And he was saying, "Donate blood. We need everyone to donate blood." Right? Uh, I, didn't you just like, buy some nice black pudding, Cam? I did. That's mostly like, blood. That's yeah. true. <laughs> it's like, they're like, "What's wrong with the blood that we can't eat it?" It's like you don't eat blood. 
But I mean, salty system is ready to do. You do, yeah. Clearly, yeah. you do. But mostly, I, you don't. I bloody love black pudding. I haven't had it oh, ages. How good is it? Being somewhat vegetarian these days, maybe I'll try to get some. Need to find when you. Sorry, go ahead. Cam, when you get yours, can you tell me how good it is? Can you tell me about the spices? Yeah, I will. Thank you. Need to find a good uh, Melbourne sauce for some haggis, too. Yeah, I think that butcher does haggis as well. You know what really? I need? A good Melbourne sauce for some fucking eggs. Coles, mate. Coles was ravaged. Um, Footscray Market has has an egg seller. Right. We went to Queen Vic Market and they had they had more eggs than I could bloody count. Yeah. I- the egg shop. The egg porium. It's a pun on emporium, replacing uh-huh. the M with egg, just to explain it to you. <laughs> oh, I better not get coronavirus because I went and bought eggs. Well, so we normally do, we take our own egg card and, and like pick our own eggs out of the, the communal tray. And I was just like, nah, we're not nah. picking our own eggs. <laughs> yeah. That is like, what, 12 touch points that I do not need in my life. Yeah. So I'm when was the last time you guys went outside? <laughs> yesterday. Uh, I went out on the balcony yesterday. Bit of air. Um, outside anywhere. Well, I went, oh no, that's, I'm still in the building. I guess I went to Coles a couple of days ago. I might need to go again today. So we got up at six o'clock and went to the, the Queen Vic market, um, yesterday morning. Well, that's a fair way to travel, mate. Uh, beat the crowds though, you know, and get, and still plenty of supplies. Cause we went, we were in Coles earlier in the week Yeah, and yeah, like there's nothing there. Hmm. Um, and also we needed to get toilet paper earlier in the morning. So we, we did the mission. Um, my, our cheese guy that we do buy cheese of his son is normally super upbeat. Uh, one of the cheeriest guys. And we said, you know, how, how are you going? Um, and he's like, he looks super just like, you know, this kind of sucks with his whole vibe. Pretty much what we're all thinking personified. Yeah. Um, and then he said, you know, there's, there's no sport on, cancel sport. And then I realized that he always likes to talk to us about sport. Um, we quite often hear soccer match reports from him, even though I don't ask for them, which is great. Uh, <laughs> I, I love, you know, but that's the kind of guy he is. Um, and then I realized that he's probably more dejected, not so much about handling, you know, touching, potentially touching things and, and getting the disease, but he's bummed about sport. Right. That's still that's a good barometer for you know how far the apocalypse has progressed. You know how unhappy your cheese guy is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he still he still had a sm- somewhat of a smile on his dial. All right, yeah. so we're not all the way there yet. No, nah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know next time. Yeah, but don't go too often. No. Um, we also went to get some booze yesterday as well. Uh, one of our local shops is doing like a drive-through pickup. You drive into the alley and they'll meet you there and give you some give you some beers. <laughs> uh, and they're also doing pie thief pies. They're salty. Oh, cool. And Cam, I guess you like a pie. <clears throat> yeah, sure. So you can you can order a pie and some booze and go drive through and pick it up. This place. Sorry. Where is it? Uh, it's Mister West. Oh yeah. All right. There's all your pie and booze tips. Yeah. If you oh, I've got way more. Keep uh, hashtag keeping local alive. Crafty pint. Uh, check the campaign out. Yeah, if you want to eat some meat in an alley, Mr. West is the place to go. Yeah, definitely. If you want to uh, fight, if you want to fight <laughs> in an alley, uh, see you after this lockdown, and we'll fight. Yeah, are you missing that having street brawls? Definitely. Yeah, like having to just like brawl around my house. Yeah, I guess mm. you can. You can still do like a, a finger click fight with people in the street you just have to you know stay two meters away yeah two but meters it, away. <laughs> if, if i can't lash my hand to another person's hand and hold a knife in my other hand there's no point fighting no yeah what's the point yeah all right i think that's all we've got hopefully we're, i don't think we're going to do a news episode because uh all of the news is just coronavirus yeah hey it's, it's like the real world news is conspiracy Why? <laughs> but uh, we'll be back uh, soon with some non-coronavirus. Let's, uh, yeah. But I th- felt like we had to at least get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah and if we missed anything, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we if, missed but- we missed like a thousand different things. <laughs> if, yeah. if between now and like this going up, I'm sure there's ten thousand more conspiracies from you know Donald Trump alone. Yeah. Uh, cool. Thanks, thanks to everyone. our thanks to our patrons. Even though you're not getting a news, 
this week. Thanks for everything. Thanks to Tammy, our cook does a $33 sponsor. I saw lots of people saying they got their stickers. Excellent. Which was cool. And they got them out just in time before you had to like wipe them all down. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, check out patreon.com slash hypothepod. We're on Twitter, twitter.com slash hypothepod. We're on Facebook. Uh, we are on Spotify. Robbo, where can they find you? Uh, at Ale of a Time. Um, and check out uh, on all my socials, I've been posting about Beer Together, a project I'm working on um, to keep sort of the beer community chatting and uh, interested and hopefully supporting their local breweries. Um, and also kind of distracted. We're doing some some content that does not talk about the, the virus. Um, so if you need a bit of a break, that one's there. Um, and if you join us on the YouTubes, we're, we're doing little after parties after the streaming finishes where we're all jumping into a Zoom and just kind of chat, continuing to chat, which has been really nice. So join us for some of those if you're uh, interested. Cool. We're doing That's a up. game show on uh, Sunday night. So Ooh. check that out. Nice. Salto. Uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on Instagram and t- Twitter. Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook. I've put up a couple of things for keeping your mind active. I've got a really cheap coloring in book. It's like five bucks. And I um, also uploaded a free coloring page yesterday. If you want to- Color in some cookie mushies. Yeah, keep your hands and your mind busy. Uh, check out Toe Hider on Patreon. Um if you want to support an album out, uh, it's out. It's it's available for pre-order, um, but it's coming actually out in September. Um, yeah, and check out Tohida's music on Bandcamp as well, because obviously the arts and entertainment industry took a massive hit, and Mike has lost a lot, a lot, a lot of work. <laughs> um, so yeah, buy some Tohida albums. Yeah, good, good advice. Uh, you can check me out, Sexenheimer, on Twitter, and you can check out, I post links to all my radio shows there. Uh, Saturday nights, 11 till 1, we've got music, uh, and Thursday afternoons, 4.30 to 5, got some anti-fascism on 3CR. So, yeah, lots of links and things. Lots of good things. Also, Alrighty. bad time. Yeah. Uh, thanks, team. Thank Catch you. Soon. You guys. Hey. Yeah. We're just finishing up at 12.34. One, two, three, four, boys. What does hey. that mean? Hey. All right. Laters. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry Not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all of the aliens are.